Hello, friends. I'm Dr. Paul Jerry Frank, cosmetic dermatologist, author, and wellness enthusiast. And you're listening to the Pro Aging Podcast. Together, we discuss how to find the best version of ourselves. Talking to my network of experts from all disciplines, we learn to become active participants in making the most of how we look and feel, getting us to join the journey and enjoy the ride. And here we are, friends, at P. Frank MD, the Pro Aging Podcast, episode one. Now, for all you that are excited about the podcast, I did say my first guest was going to be friend and guru herself, Gabby Bernstein. But I didn't say that would be the first episode. Because I think for the first episode, people need to really hear a little bit from me. So technically, I'm going to interview myself first, because people are probably scratching their head. For those of you who don't know me or don't follow me on social media, at Paul, Paul Jared Frank, um, on Facebook and Instagram, most of you who don't know me, you're probably saying to yourself, what is this whole pro-aging thing? What is this guy about? Is this just another cosmetic dermatologist who's trying to sell his gear um, and treat patients as much as possible? And for those of you also who have not read my book, The Pro-Aging Playbook, you're going to get to learn a little something about me so you get a preview for what is to come uh, on this podcast. So, you know, the first question that most people will ask me is, what is pro-aging? They haven't really heard this before. And this is a term that I coined over the last few years. Obviously, it's not anti-aging, it's pro-aging, because really, it's more about a lifestyle, an attitude than beauty treatments per se. When people hear the word anti-aging, they think about injections, creams, um, things that they're going to do to turn back the clock. And although part of pro-aging is doing things to look young, also, a big part of it is how you feel, your attitude, your mojo, your outlook in life, and how you piece together and harness every aspect of your life to be the best version of you. Now, this isn't an easy process, and it takes a lot more than just injections. You know, I think a lot of people in the past always thought aging as just a bad thing. What people don't realize is that aging is a blessing. You know, thanks to modern medicine and uh, modern bathrooms and deodorants and toothbrush and, and toothpaste and antibiotics, we have all these means now that really keep us alive so much longer than we're meant to be. Even as little as like 100 years ago, people were very lucky to live past the age of 30 or 40, let alone feel good and look good at that age. So I think a lot of all of us, including myself at time, take for granted just how far we've come. It's really not just about how long we live now, but just about the quality of life. And is living longer enough for you? So this is really where the pro-aging concept comes into play. Now, obviously, I'm a cosmetic dermatologist. My background is in medicine, general dermatology, and then in the expertise of aesthetic dermatology. So I've spent the last 20 years of my career really focused on how people look, but I've learned a lot that how we look or the subjective perception of how we look has so much more to do with 
our chronological age or what we look like objectively to other people. It's a subjective phenomenon. And so much of this has to do with goes, what goes on between our years. Longevity is not just about time. It's not just about looking young. It's about vitality. And so much about this podcast and the pro-aging lifestyle and the podcast itself is about finding your vitality. Now, understandably, I am a part of it. Beauty treatments, people have been listening to me uh, in all my sources of uh, media uh, over the years to find out what are the best tricks to stay looking young. But it has a lot more to do uh, with just look, looks. And, you know, I think a lot of the changing concept of pro-aging came out of the fact that a lot of people used to think as um, focusing on how we look as a form of vanity or narcissism. And the fact of the matter is we've we've come a long way. It's, you know, being vain does not mean narcissistic. Um, being vain actually is a reward for your own self-care. We all have our good hair days, whether you're considered someone who cares a lot about how they look or you're just someone that, um, you know, wants to have more of those good hair days. Not everybody has to be a narcissist about it. Now, we all have there's a, you know, a huge spectrum of people on how much they focus on how they look. But like I said before, everyone has their good hair day. We are, we are creatures uh, that are visual and we all use visual cues and feedback in our lives to affect the way we feel. And we're finding out that more and more. And the conversation is more open now. Um, beauty is no longer the elephant in the room. And it's not something just for old people like me, okay? I think the younger generation, the millennial generation, the Gen Z people, um, these are people that are now looking at all forms of beauty as a form of grooming. It's part of now the conversational vernacular beauty and no longer are beauty and wellness on opposite sides of the cafeteria. Um, it used to be that... Uh, People who got cosmetic shots or did chemical peels or lasers, these were, these were just vain narcissistic people. And people in the wellness industry were just crunchy people who looked down upon anything with beauty. But I think we're all sitting at the same table now. And that's what this podcast is about. That's what pro-aging lifestyle is about. And, you know, understandably, it is a more commercial topic. People are selling their own um, forms of snake oil in all forms of beauty and wellness. And really what I want to try and do with pro-aging is kind of cut through the bullshit. There's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of snake oil. And what I want to do is really just help people decipher to sift through and to find things that are going to make them feel good about themselves. And everyone's different in terms of what they feel good about themselves. I'm going to bring you all the experts. It's not just going to be doctors and beauticians and hairstylists and makeup artists. It's going to be skincare entrepreneurs. It's going to be musicians, artists, all the people that really contribute to how we look and how we feel. Um, and, you know, the next most common question I get is, where did I get this concept from? And uh, some of the biggest things I've learned in the last two decades of practicing are not how well to inject, how to harness the new technologies. A lot of it has just been learning uh, from people. Most of you who know a little bit about my bio and CV know that I actually went to medical school to become a psychiatrist. And I always joke 
You know, people say, well, why'd you go into dermatology? Well, I, I learned that uh, Botox works better than Prozac. But all kidding aside, um, a lot of what I do every day is getting in between people's ears, their psychology. I always say you can't inject happiness, but there are things that we can do along with the beauty treatments to help people find happiness. And so much of a part of that has to do other than with injections and lasers, how we live our lives, how we love, how we eat, how we exercise, how we meditate, how we find our peace. And I think that's very much part of the conversation with pro-aging. And it has to be part of the conversation um, for someone within my level of expertise, because I can't give people satisfaction in the way they look without opening them up to the conversation of what else they do outside of my office. So the conversation is there. Beauty is a part of wellness. And I think the good news is people are starting to recognize this. One of the greater advancements that we're seeing is just there are fewer stereotypes. People are trying to look less like other people than just trying to optimize who they are and how they look. And I think this is one of the most dramatic advancements that I'm seeing in cosmetic dermatology. Finally, we're getting past stereotypes of gender, of ethnicity, of body shape, uh, and about identity as a whole, about what our own version of beauty is. This is one of the more exciting things that I'm finding in uh, the conversation of beauty and what I'm finding in my own practice. People come in all shapes and sizes. And um, I'm treating all of those now. When I first started out, yes, the things I did tended to cater to more of a certain affluent scent or certain genders, women, Caucasian women. I think we're finally breaking those boundaries now. We have a long way to go uh, in terms of reaching the greatest audience, but I think now people are really accepting that uh, the things I do are a form of grooming. They reach all socioeconomic groups. 40% of my patients are men. I treat people um, of all gender identities and um, walks of life. And I think this is the most exciting time for some of the things that I'm doing here. And people are always asking me, what are the biggest advancements in beauty? And really, I think some of the biggest advancements is that we're no longer attuned to just standard standardizations of beauty uh you know obviously there have been a trend towards less and less invasive procedures i think in the beauty industry one of the greatest advances we've had is that we're we're able to do combination treatments to get bigger and bigger results with lesser and lesser downtime there is still a huge role for aesthetic plastic surgery um and, but i do believe we've come a long way what we can do short of the knife i definitely We'll be bringing in some of the renowned plastic surgeons and uh, body sculptors and facial plastic sculptors um, because they are still part of the conversation. Again, what we want to do is we want to treat people as a whole and be honest about what we can achieve in terms of expectations. You know, a lot of the things that I do in my area of expertise of cosmetic dermatology is more rejuvenative. I'm not really changing who people are. Um, we still leave that to the plastic surgeons. But again, we're, we're all now taking a large part into what's going on outside of the office as opposed to just under the knife. You're going to be hearing um, from a lot of lifestyle enthusiasts in the exercise 
uh, and meditation realm. You know, to me, uh, people always ask me, what is the largest and most influential thing in the pro-aging lifestyle? And, you know, I always rebound saying you really, everything is one piece of a puzzle. Everyone has a different balance. Uh, some people don't do any cosmetic dermatology at all. Some people have their own forms of grooming at home. Some people really focus on their more wellness aspects of their lives. And it's not my place to judge which is going to be the most significant for people. But each piece is a part of the puzzle. Surprisingly, people are always, you know, keen on hearing more about the exercise component because I've always preached that to me, exercise is probably the best kind of pro-aging or anti-aging if you're going to use that terminology. It's something that makes us look good. It's something that makes us feel good. It works on a psychological level, um, but most importantly, it works on a physiological level. It actually helps hormone moderation. It treats skin disease exercise. It helps us endocrinologically. It helps us turn back the, turn back the clock. So whether it's your endocrine system, your psychiatric well-being, or actually treating wrinkles, um, exercise is probably the most key component. And then finally, before I wrap this up, because I know you're going to want to get on to the next episode uh, and hear from our guests, uh, people are often want to know, what do we want to leave behind with this pro-aging? What is your point of all this, Dr. Frank? And truthfully, there's really no one procedure, injection, laser, or technique that I can leave behind that will make the imprint that I want to be making on people's perspectives. And that's really what I want Pro-Aging Playbook, the Pro-Aging Podcast, and the Pro-Aging Lifestyle really to leave a mark for me. It's really about changing people's attitude. It's about giving people comfort for wanting to look good, giving people a sense of comfort in terms of doing things to better themselves, not just the way they look, but the way they feel, whether it's with their career or with their loved ones, or when they just look in the mirror and smile at themselves. That's what the pro-aging journey is about. And as I said, what I want to leave the mark most is to get people to join the journey and enjoy the ride. So on that note, stay tuned. I hope you do enjoy the ride and get ready for my first guest in episode two. Pro Aging Podcast. I'll see you next time. All right, gang, that wraps it up for an episode of the Pro Aging Podcast. Stay on the ride with us at Dr. Paul Jared Frank on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and probably some other ones I don't even know about. As always, wishing you all health, beauty, and vitality. Happy Pro Aging, people. Dr. Frank out.